0: All right, guys, this is Rob from Ultra Universe, and this is panel number 18 of Roundtable. We are just knocking these out. And as you guys can see, we have a new uh, crew member for us, uh, Remington Keys, host of the Nerd Talk podcast, which we will uh, link at the bottom. Um, so we're very uh, thankful to have you with us today. Glad to be uh, here. Nice, nice. So, um, all right, we're going to jump right into it. So... Um, usually as you guys know we're really marvel oriented but i figured because john wick is such a popular franchise we kind of talk about it so the trailer came out a little while ago for i guess the third one now Uh, um i'm sorry parabellum yeah parabellum john wick through parabellum and it goes more into Halle berry's role and those famous dogs that everybody loves (laughs) to talk about so um I'll throw it over to you really quick. So, are you happy to see somebody like Halle Berry uh, co-starring with Keanu Reeves, or do you think it'd be better with somebody else? I
1: don't mind Halle Berry as an actress. I'm one of the few people who actually liked her as Catwoman, right? I don't like the mo- I don't like the movie Catwoman at all. The movie Catwoman is one of the worst movies made of all time. But I didn't think it was her fault, particularly, you know. So I'm happy that she's still getting work. This looks like a good role for her. It looks like she could really work off Keanu Reeves very well. You know what I mean?
0: Right. I I agree. I agree. I got to say, I'm not a super big fan of him generally. But, like, there is a few movies that he does that work. Mm -hmm. So I think I agree with you. With her being in it, it might kind of make him a little little better.
1: Yeah. they have really good chemistry together and you gotta remember this isn't Holly Berry's first action movie role. You know, she's done the X Men, she's done Catwoman. She did that other one, the when a stranger calls, I think it's called or something.
0: Oh, where she, she played the uh, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about.
1: Okay. Yeah. she had some action season there, so it's not her first time, you know, it's not right. like it's gonna be the first time she's doing something like this, but I I I approve. I think she's gonna do well in here, you know, like I have nothing against her. And, and what I think is they're going to give her just enough. The director looks like he knows how to work with her, or he's not going to give her too much where she looks ridiculous, but it's going to be just enough where you're going to have, like, some hope that she's a great actress, you know? Like,
0: I'll, I'll take it. And, actually, I'm, yeah, I'm glad you brought up X-Men, too, because I don't think a lot of people realize or remember that, because, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm 33, so she's yeah. a kid. And that was probably the first time I saw her really act. Like, I know she's done other stuff, but I think mm-hmm. X-Men as Storm was the first time I really saw her like in a legit big role, I think. Yeah. So I compare a lot to that movie. And I kind of, and I know it's kind of bad to compare, but I think I look at that, I'm like, okay, can she do as well as that? Or is it gonna, you know, be worse, depending <laughs> on, you know, the the plot. But yeah. I, I do agree with you. I do think she's gonna um she's gonna do well. She'll make she'll make him better, I think, because he's He's a weird guy. No offense to him. He's a weird,
1: you know, actor. I mean, I still have that stigma from Bill and Ted. I still see him (laughs) as the Bill and Ted guy. Like, it took me a while to even get into John Wick because I'm like, all I see is Bill and Ted. You know, I really can't take him seriously. I
0: I totally agree. Well, it's funny you say that because, you know, they're making the third one. Yeah. And it just—it's so weird because he's so much older. He's got like a beard now, and he's like looks like somebody's dad. He's like, "We're Bill and Ted." I'm like, "No, you're not. You're like (laughs) fifty. Like I don't know how old you are, but you're like freaking. You know, you're like so." so I told. I I get that. And and the I mean, I might be out of this, but the Matrix movies, I was not a fan of necessarily. Me either. The 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 visual was great. Like the Mm -hmm. the special effects are wonderful, but the plot and the story, I'm like. I was like, what the hell am I, what, you know? So, so I mean, yeah. like, it's not always his, you know, the actors, they get the roles. It's not their fault, but it's yeah. just like, they're unfortunately, when you're put in a bad movie, you kind of have that stigma of like, oh, exactly. like all right. So uh, just really quickly, I, I cause I, I love how all the movies, the dog was like the biggest thing. I think the first movie was like a beagle and mm-hmm. now they're like, I think it's either Doberman or Pipple, I'm not sure. But they're like big attack dogs. Oh, yeah. I'm okay with it. The only thing I'm not a big fan of is because I'm a big animal person. And I mm-hmm. don't like when they make big dogs look bad. Because it's like it, they already have a bad rap. So yeah, if, they
1: already like, have a bad stigma to
0: them. Well, exactly. So, I mean, I, I get why they're doing it because it's an action movie. And they're trying to be like, you know, tough and whatever. So, I don't know. I, w- I would have wished they would have picked a different dog breed. Like maybe yeah. like a German Shepherd or something. Again, I'm not them, so I can't really, you know, say anything. But I'm just—I I say I'm a little against that. But you know, we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't know.
1: From the trailer, it looks—it looks pretty badass from what I'm seeing. The, the them tacking, you know, I'm, that <laughs> looked—it looked like something out of a video game. You know, it was like really kind of cool. You know,
0: it kind of makes you think of what was it, Resident Evil, with those weird like zombie dogs. Where oh like, yeah, yeah, dogs, yeah. You know? All right, all right. Well, look, we'll, we'll, I would say we'll give John Wick three. Let's say like 7 out of 10. I think it'll probably do okay. It may not be the best, but I'll give it like a 7 out of 10. It
1: piqued my interest more than before I saw the trailer, you know?
0: Okay, all right, all right.
1: So I'll give it that.
0: All right, that's fair. All right, so from one trailer to another, and this is a controversy everybody always (laughs) talks about. So, of course, Endgame is coming out, and the Russo brothers love playing tricks. Oh, Um, yeah, easy. They, you know, and they did this back in Infinity War. Uh, they throw out so many trailers. There's like, I think, what, three now? And yeah. you never know what's actually in the movie because they're just like, oh, no, that was a joke. Oh, no, that was a joke. So question is, is it is there a purpose or do you think they're just having way too much fun with our with our emotions?
1: Uh, yeah, I, well, as anybody who follows my YouTube channel knows, I was not a big fan of the last two Endgame trailers because I felt like you hyped us up for a new trailer and you pretty much just gave us the same trailer twice. You know what I mean? Like, so I think there's a little bit of manipulation there because they, they already know you're going to come to the movie anyways. We could, they could release a trailer of Kevin Feige in his underwear, eating popcorn going, you're going to see this movie anyways. And people are going to lose their mind. You know what I mean? So, uh, but I, I definitely think, you know, some of the trail, the last two trailers, I definitely think there's some scenes in there that they're trying to manipulate you into thinking, "Oh, this is going to happen," when it's really not. Particularly the scene with the the quantum suits. They're they definitely yes. paint. They're they're painting particular images in fans' minds so that we can keep the theories going. You know what I mean? I honestly don't think. I think that scene's a fake out. I I think
0: I'm pretty the fact that everybody is there and it's like mm-hmm. every character is in a suit and they're just walking, it seems way too simple. Like, it, it seems, it doesn't seem right, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like, I think you're right, I feel like you know, when it was first, I think the first trailer was just like, you saw like Rocket, you saw Cap and I think like Black Widow, and that was it. And then now they have like Tony Stark and Nebula and, and Ant-Man and whatever, and everybody's there, and I'm like, that's even too much for them,
1: you know? Like, yeah. So. And, and I think it's going to be a fake-out just like when they put Hulk in the Infinity War trailer. Yes, yes. You didn't yes, really see Hulk rough. in that movie, you know? I so know. I think it's going to be another one of those. But I definitely think there is some manipulation there from the Russo brothers. They, they, they know how to market things, you know what I mean? Oh, for they, sure. they know what they're doing. They're very experienced. Marvel knows what they're doing. And they, they know how to get the fans excited for the movie, clearly, you know? So I think there's gonna be there's definitely some manipulation. Like like they said, the, the trailers are only from the first 30 minutes of the movie. They're not showing you everything, you know?
0: Right. And I think right now the time, I think it's about three hours and a few minutes, I believe, is what they just said. So I mean there's a lot of a lot of movie that they're not even, you know. Yeah. Show until the day it opens. So exactly. I think, and, and I think I I give them a pass. If it was any other movie company or any other whatever, that would just be it would be stupid. You know, like mm-hmm. if, like Harry Potter did that, or if like um, you know, Star Wars did that, it would be kind of dumb because it's like you you fake somebody out in that form. You're just basically making you know you're just pissing people off. Marvel's yeah. I think has it down to a science? Mm-hmm. Where it pisses us off, but I think we still enjoy
1: it yeah you know and, and they're and they're trying to get the fan theories going you know they want you to make a million videos that's free promotion for them you know true that's, that's true free advertisement they want you to make all those conspiracy videos they want they want that stuff there you know
0: hey if i were them and i'm like i don't have to do as much work i'll make the fans do the work and that's fine yeah. with me right
1: <laughs> exactly right.
0: so yeah, so, okay, so from there, so we're going to go off of the movies for a second, uh, but this, um, if you guys watch my other um, panels, we talk about this all the time. Now, I feel like this is the time where there's no more purpose to go to the movies, no more purpose to watch TV, because everybody has an app for that, right? Um, yeah. So, there's a, I think it was from Slash Film. Uh, I you've probably heard of movie pass. I'm sure everybody in the world now. Apparently, they're going to make an app called Pre-Show, and if you want to sit through about 20-plus minutes of commercials, you can watch a free movie. Now, I always have this – my girlfriend, I have this discussion. She hates commercials, so she only watches Hulu and Netflix because she can't stand watching, you know, five minutes worth of commercials. I'm, I'm okay with it. I don't really – it doesn't bother me too much. I'm one of the weird people that still will watch, like, TV and be like, oh, look, a commercial. <laughs> uh, so for me, I probably would sit through it. But I think it depends on what they're gonna get. If it's gonna be like a high class movie, or if it's gonna be like a '90s film that is already on DVD, you know, DVD. So, what, what do you what do you think? Is this something that purposeful?
1: I think I think well, let's get let, let me get, get into my opinions on Movie Pass, and we'll move to pre-show. Uh, I really enj- I like I enjoyed Movie Pass when it was in the beginning, when they were, when they were still charging you thirty dollars for unlimited movies. That's when I started buying into movie pass because I figured $30 is, is where they should have stayed because $30 for unlimited movies is, they can still be profitable. You right. know, it, it wasn't until they started manipulating people with the $10 a month where they started going downhill and using mob like tactics with their business. You know?
0: Okay.
1: I feel like they're right now. Movie passes is going to throw a bunch of stuff at the wall and see what sticks. And from what I did a little research on this, I think, I think the what, – what was it called? Pre-show? Uh, yeah,
0: that
1: pre-show. Pre-show, if, if, they, if they're going to do like m M&M ads and stuff like that, I don't think it's going to be all 20 minutes of movie ads. Yeah, see, that, well,
0: I, I couldn't find a lot of info. I feel like what I, from what I read, it's going to be kind of like the same stuff you see on TV, so like a car commercial. Like, yeah. You know, insurance. It'll be probably a mix of regular ads, but it's just a matter of. uh, And actually, what you bring up a good point because what I noticed because I I have Directv now, so I get apps with that, so I can you know watch sci-fi and I can watch whatever. What I noticed though is on the apps, they they show the same commercial every commercial break. So I'm wondering if they have some sort of thing where you're going to have to watch 20 minutes of the same thing, or if it's going to be like every time you turn a movie on, it's going to be 20 minutes of brand new advertisement, you
1: know? Yeah. And if if the commercial is interesting, I would do it, you know? But the thing, right. the thing with commercials is, you know, for every one good commercial, there's 20 bad ones. You know what I mean? And I don't think a lot of people are going to be able to sit through you know, 20 bad commercials and you get one good commercial. You know what I mean? Right, right. I think I would be able to do it because I'm cheap and I like that free movie ticket. You know, I'm going to be one of the people who are going to buy into it at least try it out. But I think for the mainstream audience, I don't think the mainstream people are going to be wanting to do that, you know?
0: And and I agree because because of all the other apps that are out there. Like, if, if Hulu didn't exist, if Netflix didn't exist, we probably would do it. But because we already have the chance to not watch commercials, if you tell somebody you're going to get it for free, but you have to watch something, people might look at you and be like, eh, no. Like, I'll just, you know, like, yeah. I, I'm with you, though. I, I personally, I mean, I don't care. Like, I could watch, you know, like, I, I have TV on in the background when I work. Um, it doesn't really bother me as much. But like I said, I know so many people that look at me and they go, you watch commercials? Like, why? And it's almost like a, you know, like a bad thing now because like, yeah. oh, commercial.
1: Well, if they had interesting commercials, like you remember, I don't know if you remember, like 10 years ago, they had the freecreditreport.com commercials. Everybody was jamming out to them. Everybody knew all the lyrics, all the songs. I mean, they still get millions of hits every year on YouTube for it. If they had good commercials like that, people might be able to sit through 20 minutes of it. You know, there'd be no issue.
0: That's true. I mean, we'll we'll give people the benefit of the doubt. I I would say the majority of people probably could do it. But I feel like so many people are so used to like the, you know the everything to them instantly that there's yeah. like a few that are like nope, I'm you know so, but yeah yeah it's not
1: gonna be for the mainstream people it's definitely gonna be for the people who really are cheap enough to hey I, I don't want to pay for that movie I'm gonna sit through I'll right there. Yeah, exactly. I'm in that boat too. So, you know, so
0: you've heard it here, folks. We both agree that we will watch twenty minutes of commercials to get a free movie. That's how cheap we are.
1: I mean I I'll tell you, I paid in the movie pass when it was thirty dollars a month. Right. And it was a good movie pass was good because I got to see movies that I would never expect to see in movie theater that personally I would be too cheap to even buy a ticket to this day and age. I saw black and white movies. I saw 2001 A Space I used my movie pass for uh, to pay for two tickets for me and my date to go see 2001 A Space Odyssey wow. on the big screen. Oh, wow. You know? Okay. All right. Like, it got me to see that, the original Planet of the Apes, Greece. I got to see all those with my movie pass. So it was a good, it was good for when it was the $30 a month, you know? Right.
0: No, and I, I agree, because I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm one of the few people, like, all, you know, like, I'm 30, but I watch a lot of old-school stuff. So, like, I'll watch Black and White, you know, like, Turner Classic Movie Channel. Yeah. I'll watch um, 2001, the originals. I'm not a big fan of the reboots anyway, so I like the original. So, if I can find yeah. a place that has them, I'm like, I'll go there by myself if I have to, and I'll just be, like, the only person sitting in the freaking, you know, yeah. or whatever. But um, no, it's true. And actually, that's a great switchover because our next one, uh, next topic, is actually about a old school movie coming back to life. Um, one of my, and again, this actually is kind of perfect because it's really old school. Um, we're talking about the Godzilla: King of the Monsters. So I'm going to start off really quick. I don't know if you're a fan of the old, old ones, like the Japanese Doug. Oh yeah. Okay, so that's what I grew up watching. I watched <laughs> the old ones. Um, I think the, the newest Godzilla, I think was what 20... 2014? 2014, Okay, and then this coming uh, summer, I think is the yeah. uh, Godzilla versus Kong, King of the Monsters, whatever. Yeah. So what's interesting to me is I read this uh, this article from Collider, and the the producer, which is really weird to say because you don't, not a lot of people do this. He's comparing these two se- sequel to the original Alien the Aliens movies from the eighties. Wow. It's really weird because most of the time when you make a new movie, the director or the producer is like, oh, no, this is nothing like you've ever seen before. But he's, yeah. what he's saying is the Godzilla from 2014 and the Godzilla coming this year is just like Alien and Aliens from, I think, 87 or whenever it came out. So that's pretty strange. I, what, um, I, I think the two questions I have in that are, Do you, is that a smart move to say? And do you think more people should... Should uh, look to old movies to get their, you
1: know, their idea. Uh, well, that 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 statement alone scares me a lot because <laughs> that's, <Yeah. laughs> that's implying the first Godzilla. He thinks the first Godzilla was good. <laughs> like, that, that that's a really scary statement for me because I, as as much as I wanted to like that new Godzilla movie, there was only seven minutes of footage of Godzilla in the entire two-hour movie. Seven minutes. Okay? Like
0: even even he didn't want to be in the movie. He's like, what the fuck is going on? He's like Exactly.
1: Here. And they took the best character, Brian Cranston, and like killed him off right away. You know? Like, I don't so comparing the two, it's like I I I wouldn't personally be saying that, you know, I know a lot of critics felt that way when the movie came out. And, I mean, I personally would have been more, if I was directing it, I would have compared it more to the new Kong movie. Because the new Kong movie was so much better right, right. than the new Godzilla. It was a huge improvement. And they should, he should have gone, well, we're trying to get into the, more, the better direction. know, yeah, We put more Godzilla in the film. That's what he should be saying. Him right. saying that it's going to be a better sequel to uh, Godzilla, like Alien to Aliens. I don't know. That worries me a little bit. That makes it seem like it's going to be like the (laughs) the Godzilla movie, and I don't know how much I feel about that. You know?
0: No, that's that's a good point. Well, it's funny because we're like we're just talking about watching the old movies, like *Grease* in two thousand and one. It's like saying that that your movie is as good as *Alien* to *Aliens* is like saying you like you're the best producer director out there. You know, it's like it's it's you know, and like you said, comparing it to the Kong movie. That would be fine, because King Kong definitely was upgraded from the original, like from way, way yeah. back in the 50s. But yeah, you're right. Saying that, oh, well, this Godzilla movie is just as good as the first one, is like saying, well, both movies suck, but you're gonna see it anyway because Godzilla's in it. Like,
1: exactly. Like, what the fuck? That's, that's, exa- that's exactly my point. You know, how'd you feel about the Godzilla movie?
0: I, I kind of on the same as you. It, it wasn't the worst thing I've seen, but it definitely, definitely, definitely was not the best thing I've ever watched. Like, yeah. it, like you said, because when I go to see a monster movie, I want to see the monster. It's
1: kind of. I like, want to see him uh, destroying things. I want to see him eating people. Yeah. I want to see.
0: <laughs> what was sad is that I, I actually missed the Matthew Broderick version after watching that one. Even yeah, the Matthew Broderick version was so bad. I'm like, that one was better than this version. And I'm like, that's oh, yeah. something.
1: <laughs> so, well, at least that one showed the monster a little bit. You know, and, we got to see him destroying you got
0: stuff. got to see like the eggs and the babies and stuff like that. I'm like, oh my God, there's like 50 Godzillas in the building. I'm like, that's so freaking
1: <laughs> <laughs> now Now, now when they make, when they do make the Godzilla versus King Kong movie, I do hope it's more like the King, uh, did you see King Kong, the King Kong movie that they did?
0: Uh, the, the newest one? Yeah. Um, I, I, I saw the first half because I watch it. I watch it on digital, but I mean, yeah. I, it was it was. I didn't really need a plot. It was enough visual to keep me occupied. Like I didn't really care what was going on. I just loved the the uh the special effect. It was awesome. Like it was a great. It,
1: it was the perfect blend of having human characters and the monster as the main character. And if they could do that with the sequel and even the King Kong versus Godzilla movie. Right. Then then we're on to something. That's all the director needs to say. That's what that's what's gonna get me hyped for the movie. If you say, Oh, we got the perfect blend of monster and I didn't see the interview at all, but I don't yeah, know, I don't I know if I'd feel comfortable here. calling it The Alien to no, Aliens.
0: Quick. Yeah, exactly. But um no, yeah, and again, and a lot of the stuff that, that I'm reading too, it's so like there's it's so recent or so new that it's hard to get the full story yet. So for all we know, in a couple weeks there might be like a whole new article you know mm-hmm. but it's still when i see something like that especially when i'm a fan of older movies i'm like you got to make sure you can back that up like if you yeah. your movie is as good as alien make sure it is or else you're going to get a lot of really pissed off <laughs> people <laughs> going
1: it's like it's like the newest terminator movie when um, james cameron goes this is the greatest terminator sequel Genesis. Remember he was like, he was like really pulling behind that. It's like, no, <laughs> that's
0: not. What... Well, and, and the same, the, the best example I think is like the Star Wars ones with all the spinoffs like Solo and whatever. They're yeah. Like, the best movies ever. I'm like, who are you? What? Like what? What? what who, who is saying this? Like, what, you... <laughs> Solo
1: put me to sleep three times. I still can't get through it. I, I still.
0: Everybody I've talked to that because we talked about the, the movie on another panel. Everybody I talked to was just like, "Nope." They're like, "I'm glad to see him. I just don't want to see him." Like, I don't. Well,
1: the problem with Solo is nobody wanted a uh, a Han Solo movie without Harrison Ford. We all wanted a Han Solo movie, but we wanted it with Harrison Ford, you know. And the guy who they got was just not Harrison Ford. He didn't. <laughs> he did He didn't embody Han Solo, you know. <laughs> like.
0: You could have been like Harrison Ford's annoying little like nephew, like oh, pick pick me. No, he
1: was he was worse than Shia LaBeouf trying to be Harrison Ford.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh god, that's a whole that's a whole another topic right there. Oh my god. Oh my god. All right, cool. Well, I think we I think we enjoyed ourselves on this. So I'm hoping you you had a lot of fun. It will hopefully had a great time. Cool. So we'll have you back. All right, guys. So. I'm going to put all of his information down below so you guys will be able to check him out. He's got some great podcasts out there. Um, I think I just told you I I looked at your uh, your The Explorer one and your Avengers Endgame one, which were great. And I like how they're pretty concise, too. They're not super super long. They're really, like, good.
1: We try try to get right to the point because there's no point in, you know, dragging it on for too long, you know. (laughs) And we do our we do our podcast mostly on Facebook and Anchor. They they encourage the shorter video formats and getting straight to the point. So we we try to get it right to the people, right straight to the point. You know.
0: Cool, cool. All right, guys. So my catchphrase, as I always leave, I always tell people to stay nerdy. So until next time, guys, stay nerdy. Bye now. See ya. <laughs>